Do you feel like a business owner? Do you feel like a CEO? This interview today from the Money Magnifier Toolkit is full of golden nuggets. We talked about Cat Patrick's tutoring business, but I think the value in the conversation about becoming a business owner, um, hint, she never wanted to be a business owner, and the challenges, obstacles we overcome and face as women and as business owners was super valuable. So get ready to listen. Dr. Kat Patrick has homeschooled her four children for almost two decades now, two of whom are at college and two in high school. Because she grew up and studied in the U.S. before living most of her adult life in Oxfordshire as a teacher and U.K. examiner, she has always been passionate about underpinning a child's studies with a broad liberal arts education. She founded a tutorial company in 2012 called Dreaming Spires Home Learning, where she and her nine colleagues offer parents a range of delight-directed options, supporting teens with their passions while ticking all the right boxes for admission to competitive colleges. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast, where ambitious women come together to have clarity, prosperity, and confidence with their money without sacrificing precious time and well-deserved fun. So let's do this. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, Kat, to the Money Magnifier Toolkit and the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today, so glad to have you here. Hey, Amy, thanks for asking me. Of course. So getting started, you've heard, you've listened to the podcast. So what does your money, your life mean to you? You've had a lot of good answers to this already. Uh, I am a, a, a literary scholar. My job is teaching uh, homeschooled kids worldwide. I do the English and my nine colleagues teach some of the other subjects. And so the question is going to be, hmm, do you mean your money, your life, your money, your life, your money, your life, or your money, your life? <laughs> and Rather than do each one of those, because each answer is slightly different, I thought what I would do is how it relates to me as CEO of my company is your money, your life all together in a very fast way to show how intertwined my money and my life are. So for me, 
the the business that I run, the homeschooling I do at home, the management of my home, um, all the um, management of my colleagues and the courses and even teaching the courses and managing the students, all of that's just one thing to me. It's a very holistic thing. And in fact, the business started as something completely holistic. My daughter was 12. She wanted to study some hard literature books. The people in my local co-op didn't want to do that. So I connected with people actually through Yahoo groups. Oh, that's how long ago that was. Um, some other people who wanted to do it as well. And so we ba it was basically like an online book club, I suppose. But I did want to use my literary his history expertise to not just read the books, but to go deeper in some of the context and the history and you know the how they're connected and things like that but um it just never started as a business and i think i'll just set out right here at the front because many of your listeners and watchers may feel the same i am the furthest thing from a businesswoman you could ever meet it was one of those things at college or university so I spent 25 years in Britain, even though I grew up in Texas. I'm back in Texas now. So I use these interchangeable vocabulary words. In England, they say university. Here in America, you say college. Anyway, <laughs> um, if there was a business course slot that was the only thing to take at that time, I definitely was in the coffee shop instead. So business was never, ever anything that I was pursuing or interested in until I started something that was very relevant to my family and my goals for my family and then watched it grow. And I think it was about four years into it that I went, oh, I've got a business. <laughs> so your money, your life. Yes, it is. I love it. And I have been asked before, like when I'm talking prepping and working with guests, like before we do our interview, it's like, which one of those do you mean? <laughs> and I've tried to clarify a little bit, but it's also, um, I like kind of leaving it up to interpretation because I think it also shows where your mind goes initially too. Um, so I love that holistic, like start really. And what's now your your business your company and doing all of those things um i ended up in the personal finance industry because i responded to a craigslist ad so like of all the random <laughs> crazy things <laughs> um i was entrepreneurial but i did not know i wanted to be in the finance industry at the time it was just like hey they said you can make your own hours like let's go try this and then right. i loved it later so tell us a little bit about what this looks like now, I mean, obviously you weren't initially like looking for the business, but it was a more of like a passion fit, it feels like. But what has this evolved into now? I think you mentioned you have um, a team with you as well that y'all are performing. I'm going to stop and let you explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, it really has grown holistically from homeschooling co-ops when my kids were in elementary school. 
we had a group that met at my house of seven families. And of those seven families, three, well, if you count my husband, four are colleagues. Um, and it, it, I didn't have initially asked them to teach with me, or I didn't even envision that it would spread beyond just English classes. Um, but when um, it started expanding and people were asking, then uh, I said, oh, I know just the person to teach that. And fortunately, they were very keen to join me. Most of us have kids the same age. And so as our kids were getting more independent and doing their own studies, um, I have four kids, two now at university and two still in high school. But uh, this started off, I guess, once they started reaching about 12 or 13 or 14 with their own children, then they had the margin they felt to, to join the team and start carving their own paths. So what it looks like now is um, when I moved back to America a few years ago, I actually incorporated the business and uh, have a most amazing accountant who is someone who's very interested in learning with about a new uh, business and things like that. So he worked a lot with me because it is, uh, it is international. So although the business is based in America, we have a lot of, um, we have to deal a lot with international um, payments and and how you deal with the taxes on those things and he's just very interested so and he breaks it down really sim simply we have a very simple business plan um i think the other thing that was absolutely crucial to my turning point am i just a tutor with a few students and i meet with them over time or is this a business plan where you bring in other people to work with you and you expand? And the big help for that was I worked with my local SCORE chapter, S-C-O-R-E. I have no idea what it stands for, actually. <laughs> but um, they're, they're all over the country. You can look up SCORE, look up uh, mentoring, business mentoring, and I got myself a couple of business mentors, and they were fantastic on helping me over this hurdle. And I'll just talk about one book right now that I think was instrumental in this. Okay. Um, they had me read E Myth Revisited, and That's it's one. it's one of these. Um, gosh, I've underlined a lot of stuff in here. I even drew drew a little picture. <laughs> um, it's one of these kind of uh, uh, analogy things where um, this woman has a pie shop and she's like running herself ragged and she's trying to just, she wants to pull back and not have any people work with her anymore and just go back to simpler things. Um, or does she expand and how does she expand? And so that's exactly where I was. And that book was amazing. And the other one they had me read, which was not as relevant, but in a way it kind of was this idea of how you become more manager than worker. And although I'm still very much worker, it helped me. Um, so it's called The Leadership Pipeline by Ram. Anyway, you can look, it's probably backwards. I don't know. That's one of my, <laughs> okay, that's one of my, uh, those are my two so, um, big resources that the SCORE mentors suggested to me and helped me get over that hump of, I'm just a, you know, tutor and 
no, I actually have a business model and it's very sound. It's very cash uh, sound, which I like. And, and I didn't really have any initial outlays. It just grew so organically. I never took, needed any sort of cash to start it, which was a real blessing, actually. And I keep talking about, though, I'm going to slightly change the subject, I think. But I keep talking about how am I just a tutor or am I CEO? <laughs> and really, in some ways, you know, I'll even say I'm CEO of but, you know, it's just me and my nine colleagues or whatever, you know, and, and I find that with women when I've been involved in women networking groups, they'll often say, oh, I just do this or oh, I just do that. I just do this. And I think that we need to stop putting just in front of what we do and own what we do. And I'll recommend one more book while I'm sitting here that also changed my whole mindset. Um, people might not agree necessarily with her politics. I think she has run for office before as a Democrat up in, the, in New England. Don't let that put you off for teaching you something about being a woman, particularly a woman in business. And it's called Women Who Don't Wait in Line. And one of the things that she brought up, and I, I tell my daughter this all the time, who's third year at university um, looking to go into the STEM field in astrophysics and she's like yeah but I don't have I don't have the I don't have the qualifications they have I don't have this I, I need to get more qualifications and she's saying look typically men will apply for things even if they don't have all the qualifications because they reckon they can get there on the job women are like oh I need to do this course first I need to get this I need to and it's like maybe not maybe just go for it and grow into it. And I feel like that's definitely my journey. I, I just said, go for it, teaching this group of 10 people. And um, now we have 450 people. <laughs> so and it just uh, doesn't have to be anything that blocks your way if it's something that the doors open and go through it. Yeah. And I think it's really important also here to say that I personally feel, well, there's this really great support for homeschooling high school called Seven Sisters Homeschool, and they do a podcast, and their catchphrase is, there's not one right way to homeschool high school. And I think that's, we can apply it here. There's not one right, one right way. I didn't say just, did I? <laughs> there's not one right way to be a working uh, mom or CEO mom, whatever you, you are in that multitasking, role or those roles there's no one right way to do it and which is great that you're doing these videos these podcasts with people who've done it and you do a number of them people go yeah they're not the same their situations aren't the same their skills aren't the same their interests aren't the same and so finding your own that's very challenging but i think if you're mindful about all the different things that go into it and make your sort of Venn diagram, you'll probably find that sweet spot.
So are there any misconceptions about the industry that you would just going to be like, okay, hey, that's not the way that things actually work if somebody was considering this? Um, I think it's, um, I think the industry is in massive flux all the time as more technologies come on board to do this. Prior to COVID, it was a bit more niche or only really the realm of school at home or school online. Um, there were some other, a few other companies that started about the time that I did. I got a message the other day from a student who's finishing university who used to study with me. And he said at the end of his letter, uh, you know, I think back about it, Dr. P, they call me, um, that you were doing online teaching before it was cool. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but so it's in a lot of flux. I think... Um, I think in homeschooling, particularly, there is a, a lot of tension between or or choices between whether you're going to be like a school model tutor, tutoring people to support their school or to to do the like a school at home. And then there's the complete opposite, which are quite the unschoolers and there's all things in between. And what one thing that is I find the most frustrating is that. Um, because I have a worldwide audience, we work hard to be very inclusive. We've got a lot of Middle Eastern students. We'd probably have more people in Asia too, except our time zones don't work great. Um, but we have um, people in Africa, all over Europe, all over America. And my colleagues and I are Christian. And so we come from a Christian worldview, but we have to be inclusive about things. Um, and I, I don't say that, you know, we never hide our faith. Uh, we talk freely about our faith, but we, I guess we sort of don't preach the faith or whatever. But, but it is very frustrating that sometimes we have people, particularly American homeschoolers, who say we're not Christian enough. And it, and the, they, that really hurts my feelings because um, we are, we are very loving to people and want to support them. And I can understand if there's one thing that we might teach in a more sort of open and secular way and suddenly we're tarred like, you know, you, you suck or whatever. <laughs> Excuse my French, but it is very hurtful. And we, we just have to have tough skin at that and say to them, and we have a, a faith policy um, where we explain that policy on our website but i think you're not you just have to realize that every parent hiring a tutor is going to be mama bear at you and so you can um if you're one-on-one -on -one tutoring then you really do that's your customer and you probably have to do things the way they want you to do and if you are providing a course this is the course we're providing and you can come on it then um you you can do your best to sort of assuage things and calm things down but um i think it uh can be a lot about personal relationships and they can go awry they usually don't and people come back 
year after year after year. I've just got two families right now who signed up their fifth child with us. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got three more. So <laughs> it's like that recurring revenue is already set up for you. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and they like that child number one did this course. Child number five is going to do the course. They know what to expect mm -hmm. because we, we don't, we don't really change it except every, every class is different because it's a relationship with people. And so we'll bring up different things, but it'll be generally the same thing. So they know what to expect. Yes, definitely. Now, if somebody is watching or listening and it's like, okay, maybe like my kid, like I need my kid to come <laughs> work with you. Um, how would the best way to connect with y'all for that website, et cetera, um, sure. for your services? Sure. So the business is called Dreaming Spires Home Learning. It was, it's called Dreaming Spires. I started the company in Oxford in England and Oxford is the city of Dreaming Spires. So that's where the name came from. And uh, it's just www.dreamingspireshomelearning.com is the website. Um, I'm also Dreaming Spires Home Learning on Facebook. I have a page. And then on Instagram, it's um, Patrick underscore at underscore Dreaming Spires HL because I was getting my account cloned all the time. And they just put like an extra number in or an extra letter. My profile name is as many characters as you can have. So if there's any change to it, like an extra letter or number or something, they had to take another thing out. So that's why it's so long. Um, but those are where my social media things are. And I'm quite happy to give you guys a word to put in the comments box on our registration form. Uh, we have some summer classes coming up as tasters. They started toward the end of June. And then we have our 30 week long, year long courses also. But if you want to use a code, what code should we use? Give me a name. I was going to say your money, your life, but that's really yeah. long. Yeah. Well, why not? Long. Yeah. Well, it's only you. So okay. we'll know exactly where it's from. I'll give you 10% off any course, any main course, if you write your money, your life into the comments box and we also do um, uh, discounts for siblings uh, well actually it's just multi-course discounts so if you take uh, three or more it's five percent if you get uh, five or more it's ten percent and that's like if you have five kids and they each take one you know it's fine and we also do referral discounts too anyway just contact me and we'll talk about all this and i'm very happy to say yes your 12 year old is welcome in british novel or french one or whatever um your algebra two yes brilliant if there's sort of ninth grade 10th grade so anything like that if you want to ask me to what's the best placement for your kids okay and we'll make sure that we have all the links below so that you're all set and we'll see you next time. Bye for now, guys. That's so great. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. My favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. You can find me at Amy Circa. Send me a message or post a screenshot and tag me. I love hearing from podcast listeners.
When you're ready to master your money, go to workwithamy.com. You and I will work together to ditch financial stress and struggle for good with a customized plan that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. I'll see you next time on the Your Money, Your Life podcast. today's episode make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts that way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released then leave a rating and review it helps amazing people just like you find the show faster we'll see you next week Mm -hmm.